Hello and welcome to Grace in the Marketplace. My name is Tafara Butai. Did you know that God is inside Kairos moments, divine connections, favor, unmerited strength for his children, for the marketplace? I like to call all of this God's grace in the marketplace. And so on this podcast, that's what we're going to be talking about and many other subjects. Let's check out today's podcast. Welcome to yet another episode of Grace in the Marketplace. My name is Tafara Butai, and I am with my beautiful bride, Kiko Butai. Man, I'm excited. I really am because I believe uh, that tonight the show we have lined up for you is going to be a blessing to you. Uh, Grace in the Marketplace is a concept that the Lord gave to me in 2018, and basically, what it's about is about revealing the grace of God uh, that he has bestowed upon every single one of us for the marketplace. God has put a grace on us uh, for the marketplace. And man, when we start to apply ourselves using that grace and taking advantage of that grace, man, we can uh, uh, make an impact. We can make a difference. And so welcome. Amen. Amen. Welcome to Grace in Amen. the Marketplace. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. And we see everyone's joining. Please be sure to share, share, share. And let everyone know that you're watching Grace in the Marketplace. Amen. Amen. Share with all your family and friends. And uh, man, tonight is going to be awesome. Uh, but like we always do, quick reminder for tonight's show. And uh, man, I'm getting better at this. Quick reminder <laughs> is uh, you can actually send your questions. Uh, to admin at faithuchurch.co.za mm-hmm. and we will uh, ask you to dial in uh, on the day of the show uh, so you can ask your question live. You can yeah. get to be a part of this show live because it's an interactive uh, show. Mm-hmm. This particular one is an interactive show and uh, we believe that, uh, man, we're a family and we yeah. should get together and, uh, you know, talk about everything grace in the marketplace. And so that's what we, we're going to be doing. And tonight we have a call-off all the way from Colorado Springs yeah, uh, wow. in the United States of America. <laughs> the state is Colorado. No, not Colorado Springs. Actually, Dakota is from Woodland Park. <laughs> <laughs> not Colorado Springs. Welcome, Dakota. Thank you. Good evening. So good evening. Good evening. Thank you evening. for uh, saying yes. And man, we are so excited to be hearing from you. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see here. I may need to put your volume. Pump up the volume. Pump up the volume. What? I think I just did that. Uh, good evening. Good evening, Dakota. Welcome. Man, I'm excited. This is going to be a, a great podcast and mm-hmm. uh, an honor to be speaking with both of you. So uh i love my church hill family i watch you guys online it's uh about midnight uh when i join you guys for church but uh it's fantastic and uh you know everybody needs a little late night snack so <laughs> you guys are my spiritual late night snack on, on saturday nights that is awesome man tell me a little more about that so you actually watch uh at midnight uh saturday night Yes. Um, whether it was the cheese pizza or the Holy Spirit um, a couple of weeks ago, um, e- either way, it uh, started watching the show and, and love the praise and worship. You guys are are blessed to have a fantastic worship team. So get into that. And then, uh, of course, to hear some of my favorite, my favorite pastors speaking and um, try as I might. 
every time I hear you guys speak uh, at church, it applies to me. So um, <laughs> whether I want to hear it sometimes or when I really need to hear it, yeah, it just seems to sink in. <laughs> Sometimes it's tight, but it's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the show. And uh, man, let it rip. Uh, what's the question you've got for us tonight? All right. I've got a couple. So I'm going to start you out with this one. Okay. So this is, a, this is something that came up a couple months ago. So I wanted to get your opinion. Mm-hmm. When giving more than your tithing for church, especially when you're pushing into the Father, should you give out of abundance or when looking for a breakthrough, give out of your wallet, like giving your last dollar that you may move your breakthrough a little faster? Wow, that's a that's a mouthful. And I'm uh, do you want to you can uh, you can start? Uh, should I should I start? OK, so what I think is uh, God's ultimate will for us is to be able to give from from our abundance, from the blessing. Uh, But there are moments of faith where God actually challenges us uh, to give, you know, the the little that we have and and the last that we have, if you will. And case in point is the the woman, the widow at Mm -hmm. Zarephath, right? She she was left with a little bit of oil. And And I believe the reason God does that is because he is trying to get our heart positioned in a place where we can receive from him because uh, ultimately, you know, everything that God is going to give us has to come through the channel of our hearts. And mammon is the sneakiest spirit that likes to invade our hearts and it's the sneakiest spirit that likes to just take over that bend within our hearts and preoccupy us with uh, all these different things. And I believe... Uh, this is why, you know, we God sometimes asks us to, to give the last that we have. It is so that we don't put our dependence on that. And uh, as we, you know, uh, uh, ex- expressly express our uh, action of trust mm-hmm. by giving our last dollar and obeying, mm-hmm. uh, then we tap into the abundance that he has. So I believe... You know, that shouldn't be done because you you heard, you know, your neighbor did that. Absolutely. You know, it should be done because you actually have a rhema word uh, from the Lord. Because the Logos uh, word uh, from God says in Second Corinthians chapter number nine, uh, he says that uh, uh, we should we should give as we purpose in our hearts, Amen. right? Amen. Uh, so we get to decide what we want to give because God loves a cheerful, a cheerful giver. giver. But there's also a rhema word where God, you know, speaks to you and he challenges you to yeah. do more. I remember, yeah, you know, when I gave away, you know, the car, when yeah. I gave away my car, yeah. uh, man, the Lord challenged me to give away the car <laughs> uh, because he was doing something in me and he was working on me about some stuff. And uh, man, it was difficult, uh, even though I had two cars. It was just difficult to, to get rid of that because it was my first car that I had ever bought with my own personal money. And so I was connected to it. I put a new radio in it, you know, and I really loved that car. And then the Lord said to me, you know, bless somebody else, give it away. And, uh, you know, when I gave it away, it was such freedom and blessing in doing so. And it just set me free from, you know, the love of money, the love of stuff and just allowing stuff to uh, control me. And so I think that would be the answer to, to that first question. It is that there is a rhema word that Amen. God may speak. Amen. Uh, again, we don't do this to try and move God Absolutely. because God has already moved, moved well. by grace. Mm. Uh, we don't, you know, try and move him. Uh, but we, we, we have an 
uh, arena of grace that we need to access and the way we access it is by our hearts and this is why sometimes you hear someone say you know i gave this away and then i received my healing they didn't buy their healing you can't afford it yeah it's so price it's expensive what jesus did at the cross but when you give you are you are relinquishing your trust in that which you're holding on to so that you can position yourself to uh, uh, receive that which God has for you. Amen. Amen. No, giving, giving is our faith response. Amen. You know, it's our positive response to the grace of God, right? Um, so I, 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 I'm, not, I, I can't add to that. Praise <laughs> I think the Lord. I think you've already, you've already answered it very well. Praise the Lord. Hey, Dakota, is, uh, I hope we answered that question uh, to your satisfaction. Yes. Now we're going to get on to the next question uh, that you have for us. Okay, so I was talking with a friend of mine, and this question came up out of the the church that she goes to. Does a Christian need to hear from a pastor or God before praying and commanding healing for someone? Like asking God for permission to lay hands on someone before asking for a healing. So in, in her church, the pastor seemed to indicate that he needed to be asked permission or at the minimum you had to ask God for permission before you'd go up to someone, whether in the, in the store or for your neighbor across the street. So that, that didn't sit well with me. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask your opinion on that. Mm. Yeah, no, Dakota, no, we've already got God's permission, right? Um, you know, there's scriptures, um, one of them that comes to mind, um, it's Mark 16, I believe it's verse 18. Yeah. It's God clearly articulates his will when it comes to healing and when it comes to ministering healing to the sick. He says, believers shall lay hands on the sick Come on. and they will recover. Man, yeah. that's that's God's express will for us mm. is as believers, if you're born again, if you've made Jesus your Lord and Savior, mm. you, God has given you permission. Come on. Okay, he's already said, do it. Come on. Believers, go and lay hands on the sick and as you do, you know, they will recover. Amen. So, So, yes, to answer answer your question well to answer your question you don't need permission from god his word already says he's already given us you know the power you know he's already given us you know the holy spirit the spirit of life and then all we need to do is really just step out in faith and lay hands on the sick pray for the sick man and the bible promises us that the sick will recover um i think your question might be twofold right um so it's not you don't need permission from god Uh, god's already given permission sometimes you might need to ask the person what they want. Yeah, okay? the actual person. You actually might need to ask the person what they want. <laughs> Jesus <know>? always did. <laughs> he, he said, did. do you want to yeah, get do you well? Want? He actually asked, I remember he asked an impotent man. He says, what do you want? Yeah, this guy like, is like sitting there. He's evidently not w- yeah, well. Say, well would you evident- like? He says, what do you want? You know? <laughs> so, so, so there are times that we do need to ask people because sometimes people don't want to be well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, and you know, you know, some people are, might enjoy enjoy the attention they get you know from yeah. being well some people in in some countries i believe they get payments yeah, um, get, grants or whatever yeah. um social uh, government payments you yeah. know if they're not well and so and so some people just want that benefit they don't yeah. want to be well okay so there are times where you you need to ask you know what yeah. what what are we praying for yeah. do you want to get well you know what are you believing god for man okay so i think i, I hope I've answered yeah the I, think, I think that's that's a great answer that you know uh, you're not asking for permission from God. God has already granted you the permission. It's a green light from him. You're not asking for permission from the pastor. We don't, we don't have any biblical uh, precedents for that. You know, there is no, when, when uh, Paul and John, you know, I have to mm-hmm. think 
this one, you know, Peter, you know, because there's so many different names <laughs> yeah. of the disciples. When I think, when I think about, you know, Peter and John, I have to think of a song. In okay. Zimbabwe, there is a song that that I use as reference. Uh-huh. You know, and it goes like this: Petrona Jonasibaka Gutembere. So it helps me <laughs> to remember the name. It helps me remember. So, so, so Petro, Petro is who? Petro is Peter. Petrus. Peter 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 hey, all right. And, and, and Jonasi is John, right? So every time I'm like, is it Paul and Silas? Then I remember that song. Petrona Jonasibaka Gutembere. I know this is this is you know this is Shona at Dakota. This is you know uh, uh, my language from my home country, and there's a song that talks about you know Peter and John, right? They, they got to the gate beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, they saw an impotent man there, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they they didn't ask the pastor. Mm-mm. You know, Pastor James was you know the pastor <laughs> of the church in Jerusalem, right? They didn't ask God. Nope. They just said, "What we have is healing," and they yeah. went on to deliver that healing. And uh, so it is with all the believers, you know, that are, are are tuning in. All the believers that are filled with the Holy Spirit, and if you've received Jesus Christ as your personal mm-hmm. Lord and Savior, He has actually already released you to go into the world and be a a, a law enforcement agent, Come if you will, on. to be a one that gets to enforce His promises, you know, in a into a dying world. Amen. So you don't have to ask whether to you know uh heal people just like you don't have to ask if you see someone that needs food yeah you know you don't have to That's pray good. about That's it you know thing. god has already got you know an instruction <laughs> in in the bible about what to do you bless the person mm-hmm. and james actually said uh in 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 the letter that he wrote he said that if someone came to you you know and they were called mm-hmm. if you say to them go your way and be well and just prayed for them that's not uh, uh, how you should. Yeah, that's yeah. not how we express, mm. you know, the love of God. He said that if that ever happens, what you do is you give them a coat. You know, you get a coat and you give it to them so that they can also um, uh, be warm. Amen. If Amen. they come to you and they say they are hungry, you give them some food. Amen. Amen. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we have a few announcements and a few adverts that we want to play. And then we'll be right back in a few seconds. Hey everyone, I'm here with Glenda, praise God. And she's been telling me all about her um, success she's had in business and things. But one of the things she's been telling me is she's been tuning into Faithful Church. So you've been watching Pastors Chief Under Fire at Faithful Church. And why do you like Faithful Church? Oh man, they're so powerful and so anointed. And they encourage me every day. And I love to post confessions on how to have better ways of working and in intellectual property and um, she's a whole big another testimony to women out there in the marketplace thank you Chico, for doing that Tafara, for your word and for your study I mean it's reaching the world it's reaching me it's reaching my family it's making an impact on my community and upon all my legacy of my children and grandchildren Wow, so powerful, Glenda. Thanks for sharing that. I'll tell you what, Faithful Church, Pastors Defara and Chief Obitaya doing a great job down there in Johannesburg. Glenda's a testimony. She lives here in the States, so 9,000 miles away from Johannesburg, yet receiving ministry from Pastors Chief Defara and all the all the Faithful families. You watch online. You send me, you watch online every Sunday. You watch online, Faithful Church. So you have viewers, Faithful, from all around the world. If you don't know Faithful Church, check them out. Go to Faithful Church, praise God. Uh, Google them. You can find them on our website. And uh, we're here at The Cure having a great time, but I just wanted to give you that testimony from Glenda about how pastors Chief Pontefara have really helped her. So thanks for sharing, Glenda. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bless you. Will you dare to believe God? Will you dare to believe 
that God is for you? Will you dare to believe that God's promises are for you? Will you dare to believe that nothing is impossible with God? Will you dare to believe that God has more for you? Dare to believe. Welcome back, and uh, that was Designer Life. That was uh, also some testimonies from all over the world. Man, I'm telling you, uh, what we do, sometimes we don't have, uh, you know, the full revelation of how many people we impact and how many people are being impacted by what we are doing at Faith Hill Church. And I just want to take this opportunity to thank every single one of you that make this happen, that help to make this happen. I want to thank even our international partners uh, that, you know, help us to be able to do this stuff. I was watching our first service on Sunday after church. Mm-hmm. I think I got home at about 8, mm-hmm. 9, you know, p.m. because after church we went for a braai and then we got to hang out with some people and then we only got home late, right? And actually we got home early, but we, I ended up only because... <laughs> visiting the service at 8 because, you know, I was watching the we game. We got home early for a game. Yeah, we got home. We had to <laughs> just fly through the highways because I wanted to watch the game live. <laughs> Which know, they won, recorded. by the way. Yeah, we did. We always win. <laughs> ah, and, okay. so, and so I, I was watching and I, I, to my amazement, we had 428 views in a few hours. I mean, this is this, the first service. And man, I'm telling you, we're making an impact. We're reaching people all over the world. And so uh, it's just a blessing to see. And so without further ado, we're going to go to the last question and then we'll get into a little bit of some teaching uh, before we let you guys go. And so Dakota, uh, I know you have one more question that you wanted to ask before we let you go. Please let it rip. (laughs) All right. Thank you, pastors, again for answering my questions. My last question is, when working for a church where leadership pastors have been hurt by past members or even former leadership, how is the best way to help walk with them through the healing of these past wounds or even bring to light that they are carrying wounds with them that could possibly affect how they move forward in the church yeah. with a growing church? Yeah, that's a great question. And um, I like that because uh, it's, it's a real question of uh, where we live and uh, the, the kind of work that we do. You know, I always tell young pastors, you know, you, you, you're going to get hurt. It comes with the, with the job. You're definitely going to get hurt. You're going to get disappointed because you're not dealing just with God. You're dealing with, with, uh, with people as well. And so it's, it's, it's very important uh, for for number one, the pastor to realize that, you know, <laughs> people, you can put expectations on people, but that's dangerous because uh, your expectation should only be uh, on God. If you put expectations on people, you are definitely going to be uh, disappointed because, I mean, let's face it, people make mistakes, people fail. And so we need to, uh, uh, you know, just have that perspective that, you know, our, our expectation is not on people, it's on God. You put pressure on God, you never put pressure uh, on people. And so that's the first thing 
uh, that out, you know, uh, uh, you obviously it's going to be some dynamics when the way you approach the pastor, because you are, you yeah. pass, you are not the pastor, he's the pastor. Yeah. And sometimes when you approach your leadership upwards, you have to be careful how you do it. Otherwise you can be branded a rebel and you can make things worse mm-hmm. while you're trying to help. And so, I, I, you know, the first part I say that, uh, was, you know, in hope that the pastor would be watching, right? <laughs> then he can hear it from me. I'm an independent, you know, party in this, that, hey, you, you're going to be disappointed. Don't take it to heart. And I say this to pastors. I also say this to pastors. Never get so drawn into bitterness that you start preaching to the uh, low end of the class. Yeah. You must always preach to the high end of the class. What I mean by that is always preach to the ones that are doing well. I always prepare my sermons as if I'm, pre- I'm going to be preaching to the Apostle Paul himself. I always prepare my sermons as if I'm going to be preaching uh, to, to, to Jesus Christ himself. I never prepare a sermon as if I'm preparing. We're going to be preaching to one crazy person because if you do you 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 cease to minister you it, you know it, it just stops you in your tracks and so you should never ever do that can now I, can i also just add a, a, add. Um, um, a little bit before you go on to, to the solution right. um also one key thing we need to realize and again we're speaking to leaders we're speaking to pastors is that offenses will come yeah. You know, Jesus himself it's said, daily you know, it, it, uh, you know, offenses will come. Yeah. Okay. But the one thing we I mean, if you ever come into any leadership position, you're going to have an opportunity to be offended, to be offended. Every, every day. Okay. But, but here's the power that you have. The, the, the power of choice, right? Yeah. You can choose to not take an offense, man. An offense will come, but, but you can choose to not take the offense. Yeah. And so I, I believe, and this is really how we've lived our lives, right? Yeah. We, we've acknowledged that, man, we're going to get many, many opportunities to be offended. Man, people are going to offend you left, right, and center. Come on. But one thing that you absolutely have control over and that you absolutely must make a decision before the offense come is to choose to not take the offense. Come on. Man, you need to just choose to let it go. Amen. Let it go. Praise let the Lord. it go. Drop it. Let it go. Man, people are going to say stuff. Man, they're always going to say stuff. Yeah. Man, but you know what God has called you to do. You know what God has placed on your life. You, you've got a word from God, man. And all you do is focus on that word. All you do is focus on faithfulness, man, and let go what people are going to say. Amen. And so, so, um, uh, what was I gonna so say? So now you're gonna say if now if you to address yeah the to address the issue now <laughs> this is this Sorry. is this is like a this is like a minefield right <laughs> it's like a minefield when you approach someone who's all, who's in a a higher position on the organogram you always have to uh, be be careful hmm. you know you always have to um, you know be, be be careful how you do it and the way to do it is to honor and create uh, trust and create a bridge of trust where the person trusts you uh, enough. So, so, So before you bring up the issue and say, man, I think this is what's going on, what you need to do is to develop a relationship. Absolutely. You know, be intentional about showing the person that you honor them and that you respect them and that you 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 believe in their uh, god's calling on their lives mm-hmm. and then once you've established that and by the way that can take years to 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 yeah. you know establish yeah. it but can the, take... the, the key is being <clears throat> intentional about it the key being is being intentional, intentional. And, and and there are some things you can do to actually show that you honor them mm-hmm. you know you serve them Amen. and uh you you 
uh, share with them some of the important decisions in your life. You, you kind of, you know, just be, be vulnerable to them and then serve them and honor them. And then out, when you eventually bring it up and say, man, I think this is the issue, they're going to receive it from you as uh, edification, as help. Mm-hmm. I mean, it works even in relationship, you know. Uh, when, 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 when your wife, your husband knows that you honor them and that you respect them, uh, it's, it's easy for you to actually, you know, deal with some issues. It's going to be easy for you to correct or communicate some, some negative things that may be going on, right? Because at least the, the, they know that you honor them and that you love them. Now, if that is not established, if you try, I mean, you can get into trouble. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and, and we're talking yeah. going upwards on the spiritual hierarchy. I've tried it going downwards on the spiritual <laughs> hierarchy when I was still young in the ministry. <laughs> oh, man, I'm telling you. When I was still young in the ministry, I would always try to help, even when my help was not invited. Yeah. Man, I was everywhere. I'm still learning. <laughs> I was everywhere just trying to help people and say, man, <laughs> man, don't do this. There's a, there's, a, there's a train coming. And then they'll look at me like, man, you're crazy, yeah. you know? And, and then I learned uh, uh, from Jesus. Jesus actually said this, and I think it's powerful. He said that, do not cast pearls before swine. And what he meant by that is, you know, some of the valuable advice, some of the valuable information that's taken you all these years, uh, some of you is taking you going through some real stuff. It's taking you going through pain and, you know, being bruised. And some of you is taking you going to school and spending money Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, applying yourself. And uh, all all that, that advice, don't, don't, you know, uh, throw it before people who treat it like trash. That's essentially what Jesus was saying when he says, uh, don't take pearls before swine. You were saying you need to be able to assess uh, who you give your valuable advice to, who you give your valuable information to uh, before it's treated like trash. And so what I do now is, <clears throat> you know, I have to check first if if my time is going to be, uh, I'm going to spend my time to something that's actually going to be you know, uh, impactful. And, you know, I'm always fanatical about spending my time. I'd rather be with my family. That's my number one priority. I mean, my number one priority is spending with God. My number two priority is spending with my family. And so if I'm going to take time out of my calendar to, you know, give somebody, you know, advice or talk to them about something, you know, it it better be something that's going to be received. If it's not received, then you know, we're wasting time. And so how do you do that? You develop these things that I'm talking about, relationships, honor, and things of that nature. And yeah, I might add that even in the marketplace in general, you know, with your boss, honor them uh, if you're going to get any input. You know, sometimes, sometimes people say, my boss doesn't listen to me. And I know exactly why they don't. It's because maybe they feel like you're not saying it from a place of, uh, help and honor and respect you're saying it from a place of um you know uh uh, uh ridiculing okay. and um, uh, rebelling and then they say man i'm just not gonna take it or trying to prove uh that they don't know much and sometimes people are trying to expose their boss for lack of you know knowledge and they say oh yeah you are the boss but you don't know much and that never gets people anyway what will get you somewhere is to actually honor mm-hmm. the person and when you start bringing that information, you know, they're going to they're gonna receive it and they're going to take care 
uh, of whatever that needs to be taken care of. Amen. And so I thought that was the Amen. question that Amen. we can needed I, can to... I, can I also add to this? I mean, you it's can a add question, to that. I, I believe, um, Dakota, you said, how's, what's the sort of the best way to walk them through healing of the past? Sometimes it's also just a matter of praying for them. Amen. Right? Because, um, man, pray, pray for them. Pray in tongues. Ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom. You know, ask the Holy Spirit for the right words that are really just going to minister life to them. And, man, pray for their healing. You know, the scripture says that God, you know, heals broken hearts. We must hearts. pray for those in authority. You know, it says that we must pray for those in authority. Amen. So your prayers are absolutely valuable. Come and on. your prayers will help. Amen. Right? So, man, I think, you know, that's that's kind of what I would do. That's powerful. <laughs> that's code. I hope that's answered your question. <laughs> that's powerful. I actually should have said that first. <laughs> You know, <laughs> it feels like, you know, with most Christians, then, you know, I'm, 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 I can hear the Holy Spirit re rebuking me right now. He's saying, man, you see, you always take prayer as last resort. No, it prayer, should be the prayer first. absolutely helps. It should be absolutely the first helps. thing we do, right? Prayer is the first thing we do. Pray for them. Hey, pray Amen. for them. And uh, as you pray for them, I believe that God will, will take care of everything that's broken, that needs to be taken care of. And, uh, man, it's 7 o'clock, and so, what? hey, already? it's already 7 o'clock, and so we're going to wrap it up. Man, we've got a lot of people considering it's Lord Shedding. That's a lot of uh, views, and we, we praise God, and we thank God for that. Thank Thank you, everybody who tuned in. And uh, let's continue to spread the word and, um, you know, get together every Wednesday. I believe it's just going to get better and better and better. And uh, some of the advice you're going to get here, man, will be helpful to just make moves in life and, uh, you know, just uh, take advantage of the, all Amen. the promises of God. We love you. God bless you. Uh, until next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.